What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Guggenheim. Big Ten All-Decade Team. I've been teasing this for a while. I took a little bit of a hiatus, and then USC and UCLA decided to get crazy and join the Big Ten. So now, finally, we get here to my All-Big Ten Decade Team. If you like the podcast, make sure to follow us on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, leave a review, share us on social media. We'd love to expand and get our voice out there in all things Big Ten football. Coming up very shortly, as we get into August, we'll start doing more of the preseason stuff, preseason predictions, playoff predictions, all that type of stuff. But for now, for the next two weeks, we're going to be diving into my all-decade uh, all Big Ten team. And just a couple of things about this. One, we're going from 2011 to 2020. I know it's, it's a little different than doing 2010 to 2019. I could have done 20, 2012 to 2011 or 2021. I just picked that, that time frame because we're a little bit removed from that decade. But I, I thought that was a good, you know, from 2011 to the pandemic, that kind of felt like a little bit of a different era because you had Nebraska come in in 2011 and Obviously, 2020 was the pandemic-shortened year, so I, I thought that was a the, the good window to do this, and I just thought it was fun. It was fun to to kind of look back and think who were the stars, who were the 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 ma- major players in the conference, and it was it was actually a really fun exercise to do, and it was it was challenging because there were certain positions where I was like, oh man, this is you know it's a slam dunk. This guy has to be here, and then there were other positions where there were several really good players where I'm just like, oh man, how do I leave them out? How do I leave, leave, leave this person out? Particularly, I think the running back position was really hard. The d- defensive end position was really hard. Um, the, the defensive secondary was really, really difficult. I, I feel like I could have put a lot of different players there. Uh, wide receiver was pretty difficult. Offensive line. So there's just a lot of, there were not many positions where I, I sat there and thought, oh yeah, this is easy. Defensive end, it was easy. And I'll explain that uh, now, but we're going to do defense first and uh, I'll do the front seven. We'll take a break and then I'll go through the defensive secondary and the all purpose uh, and special teams players. But just, just a little bit of a breakdown Ohio State led the way with, I think, eight selections, nine selections. And I, as a a Ohio State fan, I actually tried to not go there. Um, There were a number of positions where I probably could have added more Ohio State players. That's just how, how talented they've been over the decade. And if you look at the Big Ten championship game, you look at the playoff, you look at their, their overall rankings, it makes sense. But the teams that, that I thought had more players than I expected, uh, Iowa had three. There's, a, a, there's a, an, a couple from Purdue. I think Purdue had, has two on here. Michigan State has a couple. Michigan has four. They, I think Michigan has the second most with four. Surprisingly, I did not have an offensive lineman from Wisconsin. 
So interesting there. Uh, Penn State, I have, I, there's three players. So there's, there's fairly decent representation, but Ohio State does lead the way with the most selections on this list. The, the second thing, the way I constructed it, there's one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, five offensive linemen, four defensive linemen. And with those lines, I try to be as traditional as possible. You know, offensive tackle, offensive guard, center, guard, tackle. Uh, with the defensive front, I'm not going for defensive ends. I'm trying to get pure defensive tackles and two edge rushers, three linebackers, three corners and two safeties, a punter, a kicker, and an all-purpose player. And so that's what I tried to do. And then as I, as I selected, it, it's subjective, right? It's, it's absolutely a subjective measure. People will disagree with me, and that's great. This is to generate discussion more than anything else. I did try to factor kind of tangible accomplishment more than just impact. But there are certain positions where impact may not be seen in terms of accolades or accomplishment. So a really good example, I have a corner on this list that doesn't lead the way with interceptions. But sometimes when you lead in interceptions, that doesn't mean you're the best corner. It just means you're picked on the most and you get the most opportunity. So I, I tried to be, I, I tried to be charitable to that fact. So there's a running back on this list as well, who did not have the best stats, um, but is maybe the best running back I've ever seen in college. So, and then as a tiebreaker, I, I, when there's a tie for me, or if they're really, really close, I really default to NFL success. That's kind of my, my tiebreaker. So there's a punter on here. I was not going to put on here, but as I, as I looked at who all had won the best punter of the year and who was first team and who was second team, the, the tiebreaker went to the NFL career and is the only punter in the big 10 that has had not just a, a decent NFL career. He actually led the NFL in punt yardage um, in net punting, I believe last year. So that's why I, that's how I've tried to default, but I have no, no bones about it that there is, there's a reality that this is a subjective uh, effort. And so if you disagree with me, if you think I'm being an Ohio state Homer, don't hesitate to call me out. I just think you're wrong. And I think I'm right. And that's fine. It's sports. Who cares? Uh, we're going to start with defensive end. My, uh, my number one player uh, that I would pick in the defense as well from the Big Ten over the entire decade is Chase Young from Ohio State. He is the best defensive end from pure talent perspective that I've ever seen in college. He was a force. I mean, he, he single-handedly transformed a defense that, if you look the following year, was really, really bad uh, for Ohio State. Uh, he had 16 and a half sacks his senior year in, I think, 10 games or 11 games, uh, broke records for Ohio State. Over In his overall career, he had 30 and a half sacks. I think he's second all time at Ohio State, won the Nagurski Award, the Bednarik Award, the Ted Hendricks Award. He was the Big Ten Player of the Year uh, with the, he, he was honored by the Chicago Tribune in 2019 
a unanimous All-American, first team All-Big Ten in 2019, uh, second team All-Big Ten in 2018. He was recognized for the Big Ten All-2010s team, number two overall pick. He's Defensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, you just go on and on and on and on and on. He And he was a Heisman finalist. So there's only two defensive players that have made the Heisman list from or that have been invited to the Heisman ceremony in the big 10. They're both on this, on this list. And so I, I felt like you had to go, I, I felt like he was an obvious choice at defensive end. So he's my, my first defensive end. I'm going to move to defensive tackle. I'm going to go defensive end, tackle, tackle, defensive end. My, my number one tackle is Jarrell Worthy from Michigan State. He was a, a second-round pick in the NFL draft uh, back in 2012. And if you look at – if you just look at the defensive tackles in general, there's a lot of really good players, but there's there's nobody that's that just kind of stands out and you think, oh, man, definitely. And so I, I picked Jarrell Worthy for a couple reasons. One, uh, he was – he had a huge impact – at Michigan State. He was a first team all Big Ten performer and he was a consensus all American in 2011. And he he was a second round pick. So I, I think all that really played into my selection for him. He he was not just an all Big Ten selection for one for, for either the coaches or the media. He was he was a unanimous all big 10 selection, which was actually hard to find. Um, that was, it was hard to find that in the big 10, you have a lot of tackles who would split the honor, but, and you, you didn't have a lot of tackles who really were unanimous amongst the big 10 teams. And then to go all American as well, that was, that was huge for him. So huge impact for the start of that, that, honestly, that pretty big run from 2010 to 2015 for Michigan State uh, really, really spearheaded that. And so I've got Jarrell Worthy as DT1. My other defensive tackle, and he had a much better NFL career, was Kwan Short from Purdue. Uh, he was selected in the second round of the NFL draft in 2013. So had a huge impact for a couple of years. Uh, he was a second team All-American in 2012. So not first team, but second team All-American. He was all Big Ten for two straight years. Uh, and then he was second team All-Big Ten in 2010, which we're not really counting, but he, you know, you look at those accolades and you compare them to the rest of the field, easily, uh, far and away, I think, stands out in terms of All-Big Ten, second team All-American, and was part of a decent team for Purdue, made it to a bowl game in 2012, or in 2011, excuse me, uh, won, won their bowl game. And so big, big deal. And then to kind of separate him out, he was a second round pick and had a very, very good career in the NFL. He was a two-time pro bowler, second team all pro in 2015, was part of the uh, PFWA all rookie team in 2013. So really nice career for Kwan Short. And then to round out my defensive line, I have Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa from Ohio State. 
Um, edge rushers, there, there are a number of good edge rushers in the Big Ten. But if you look at what he's done, he was a consensus All-American two years in a row, 2014, 2015. Nobody else has, has that uh, in terms of defensive ends in the Big Ten. He was the Nagurski Woodson Defensive Player of the Year in 2014. He was the Defensive Lineman of the Year, 2014 and 2015. Two-time All-Big Ten. And to top it, to, to round it all out, he has been just a force in the NFL. Rookie of the Year in 2016, four-time Pro Bowler. So he has been made an impact both in college and in pro. And... I went with him over his brother, Nick, because honestly, Joey just was more impactful in college. I think Nick is probably the better NFL player right now. But if you look at Joey Bosa versus Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa never, I don't think he ever made All-American. He was always in a rotation. And then the year that he was supposed to break out in 2018, he got hurt. So I've got Joey edging out Nick not because of talent, but I think because Joey ultimately had a bigger impact at Ohio State and in college. So that's my defensive line. We're going to move to the linebackers. And my first linebacker is my first Penn Stater. Uh, I've got Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, uh, who I know opted out in 2020. But if you look at his impact, it, it was, I think, the, he's the most impactful linebacker we've seen in the Big Ten. And that, that, that's saying something because you've had a lot of good linebackers. Um, there are a number of guys that I, I chose not to put in, guys like Ryan Shazier. Uh, oh, gosh. Why can't I remember his name? Darren Lee. Uh, I want to say Marshawn Lattimore. He's a corner. Um, I'm going to remember his name after I'm done recording this. But Anyway, I think Micah Parsons has been the most transformative linebacker uh, and most impactful linebacker in, uh, in the Big Ten. He was a consensus All-American in 2019. He was a first-team freshman All-American in 2018, first-team All-Big Ten, linebacker of the year uh, in 2019. He, he won the Butkus Award. Uh, I'm not sure why he won the Butkus Award, because he didn't play in 2020. I guess they just, I guess they just gave it to him. I'm not sure why. Um, oh, he was, he was the professional winner. That's why he was, I was like, there's no way he won it in 2021. Um, so he won the Butkus Award in 2021. Um, but that was professional football. But he has been very impactful on the pro level too. He's the rookie of the year, all pro, uh, first team all pro. He was the Cotton Bowl defensive MVP in 2019. So I, I just think you look at the linebackers in the Big Ten, and he he was the most impactful. Even though he only played two years, he was uh, a force to be reckoned with, and he is a worthy selection in my all-decade Big Ten team. My second linebacker, my middle linebacker, Chris Borland out of Wisconsin. And you look at his his resume three-time all big 10 first team all big 10 for 2011 through 2013 he was the linebacker of the year in 2013 first team all american in 2013 defensive player of the year in the big 10 and 
before he retired, remember he played in the NFL for one year and then because of injuries and whatnot, he said, I, I, I just want to walk away from the game, but he was an all rookie player. Um, he was, he was very good in the NFL for the one year he played for the 49ers. So I, I really think Chris Borland is a worthy selection. He has staying power three straight years. He was a uh, freshman of the year in t- 2009, which we're not necessarily counting, but he was an all American three-time all big 10 player. And then my third selection uh, third linebacker is my first selection from Michigan. It's Devin Bush. Uh, Devin Bush uh, was defensive player of the year in the big 10 in 2018. He was the linebacker of the year. He was a consensus all American in 2018, second team, all all American 2017. And he's a first time, first team, all big 10 in 2017 and 2018. And really, you know, as much as we make fun of the Don Brown era uh, of defense, he was, I think the best player on defense of those teams, he was the most impactful player, more impactful than Rashawn Gary and Chase Winovich. Like he's just, he was the guy um, that I think made an impact on those teams. And he's, he's killing it in the, in the NFL. He was an all rookie player in 2019 uh, still playing for the Steelers. He was a first round pick the 10th pick overall so that, that rounds out my front seven. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to do the secondary and the specialists. Welcome back to the Big Ten Football Talk podcast. Defensive secondary. And my first corner off the board, Darquez Denard from Michigan State. My second Michigan State selection, still in the NFL. Uh, he was a first-round pick. Uh, for the Spartans. He was 24th overall pick played for several years with the Bengals. And now he is with the 49ers. Uh, he was a, he, he's the obvious choice for this reason. And this reason alone, he was a Thorpe award winner. So he won the Thorpe. He uh, won the Jack Tatum trophy in 2013, unanimous all American in 2013, first team, all big 10, 2012 and 2013 won the Tatum Woodson defensive back of the year award in 2013 it just slam dunk pick uh so i think he he was the only thorpe award winner out of all um out of any big 10 uh school sorry that's that's not true there was one other one um which i'm actually now i'm gonna i'm gonna switch something here um but darquez denard was the only was one of two players who who won the Thorpe award. So he is my first corner. Uh, my second, or so I, I'm going to go to the safeties and my first safety did not win many awards. He was a, he was a first team, all American consensus, all American, a first team, all big 10 really had one year, but was at least the rangiest safety I have seen in college football, maybe since Ed Reed. And that's Malik Hooker out of Ohio State. Uh, single-handedly won games for the Buckeyes, uh, really made the secondary, I mean, that whole secondary in 2016 for Ohio State was was filthy. Um, you had just several first-team 
or several first rounders in Damon Arnett, Denzel Ward. Uh, oh man, Marshawn Lattimore and Gary on Conley. All five of those guys were in that secondary in 2016. They're all first round picks. And you could make the, you could make the, the argument that Malik Hooker was the kind of the glue that held that, that back seven together because of his range. Um, in his, I think in 2016, he had seven interceptions and he returned four of them for touchdowns. And so just a, a, a dynamic player. He has not been very great in the NFL because of injury, um, which is unfortunate, but I have Malik Hooker as my first safety. Um, I have Antoine Winfield as my second safety. Antoine Winfield is, um, I think, really made the Minnesota Golden Gophers defense for their, their signature year in 2019, where they won 10 games. They won 11 games, I think, actually. They won 11 and 2. Uh, we're in the running to get to the Big Ten championship game uh, at the end of the season, but then lost to Wisconsin. He was a unanimous All-American in 2019, first team All-Big Ten in 2019, uh, defensive back of the year uh, in 2019 for the Big Ten. I believe he was a Thorpe Award finalist. He was, or he was a finalist for the Nagurski. And just had a really, really impactful. And if you look at safeties, there are a lot that, that you could put here. I think Winfield is the best of the bunch aside from Malik Hooker. And so I've got Winfield here uh, as my second safety, just a very impactful safety uh, there for the Golden Gophers. Uh, my second corner, and I, I, I'm going to stick to my guns. I could have picked Desmond King here. He also won the Thorpe Award. Although I'm not sure I, I agree with him winning the Thorpe over other, other players that year. Um, but I, I'll say that Desmond, Desmond King, what, what I think he was really good, but I'm actually going to go with Josh Jackson out of Iowa. So both of, both of them are Iowa players and I, I'm going to put an Ohio state guy as, as my third corner. And I'll explain my reasoning in a minute. But Josh Jackson, I actually thought had more of an impact. Uh, granted, Desmond King was was part of a really good Iowa team that went to the Big Ten championship game. You know, what? I'm going to put four corners on. I know I said three. I'm going to put four corners because I think it makes sense. So I'm going to put Desmond King on here. Uh, Desmond King, this is a, a, a last-minute changeup. He's a Thorpe Award winner. He's the only Thorpe Award winner. So it makes it hard, right? You got You got – really good players. Desmond King uh, was, he won the Thorpe. He won the Jack Tatum award in 2015. He was a second team, all big 10 or two time first, first team, all big 10 player. He was a unanimous all American in 2015. Uh, and he was a second team, all American in 2016. I, I just looking at those accolades, I can't justify him being off this list. So I've got Desmond King as my second corner and I, I'll put, I'll stick to three. Uh, who am I going to put as my third corner? 
I really, I thought I had it all worked out and then I saw the, the accolades and I had to change my mind here. Um, I'm going to take Josh Jackson off my list because my third corner, I think is the best, is the best cornerback that Ohio state's produced. And I think he had more of an impact and I think he has, he has better staying power. And it's, it's Jeff Akuda. Now Jeff Akuda has not been great in the NFL. I get that. But Akuda was a finalist for the Jim Thorpe Award. And if you compare Josh Jackson to Jeff Akuda, who's that's what I'm doing right now, you can make the argument that Josh Jackson had more interceptions and was, you know, had a bigger impact. You can make that, you can make that argument. Nobody threw Jeff Akuda's way. Like he got two picks in two weeks and then everybody stopped throwing at him. And he took away the best, the best receivers in the nation. He took away uh, Penn State's receivers. He took away Michigan's receivers. He took away Clemson's receivers. I mean, if you go back to the, the semifinal game in 2019, the reason why uh, Clemson won that game was not because of T. Higgins or Justin Ross, who, you know, before the injury, Justin Ross was a first round level talent. Um, Jeff Okuda took, took that entire side of the field away. He was, he was a, a unanimous All-American, first team All-Big Ten, and he was arguably the best cornerback for two years at Ohio State. And I think it's probably the best corner, at least from a college perspective, to come out of Ohio State. And that's, that's saying something, because I thought Marshawn Lattimore, uh, you know, he was really great. Gary on Conley, Eli Apple was really good in college. Um, Bradley Roby was a really good slot corner for Ohio State. I think Akuda was the best of the bunch, at least in college. So that's that's my I'm picking Jeff Akuda. I feel dirty leaving Josh Jackson off this list. He was really, really good. Um, but I, I think Akuda, because of what he did, especially in the 2019 season. He was he was a Thorpe Award finalist because no one would throw to him. Like that that's saying something to me. So that that rounds out my defensive secondary. Sorry for the the change of heart there, but I, I can't leave Desmond King off. Desmond King off if he won the Thorpe Award, um, and he was he was on a better Iowa team. So we're gonna go to special teams, and first I'm gonna go punter. I was tempted to put. Uh, a couple of different guys on here. Mike Sadler from Michigan State was one. I think Brett, Brett Maher from Nebraska was one. Um, I think he I think he might be a place kicker. I'm trying to remember all the guys that I looked up. But the guy who stood out to me was Cameron Johnston from Ohio State. Um, and the, the, the tiebreaker was he was the NFL punting yards leader last year. He was a national champion. He was the punter of the year in 2016. He was first team all big 10 in 2016, second team all big 10 in 2015. Uh, you know, he was the longtime punter for the Buckeyes. Um, so I, he's my, he's my guy. I was reluctant to put him on here, especially because I feel like I have so many Ohio state guys on here, but you look at his accomplishments and the tiebreaker of him being, an active punter in the NFL who's actually pretty good 
I'm going to go with him. So I've got Cameron Johnston at punter. I have my one and only Maryland uh, person on here. My, my one Maryland player, uh, one Maryland representative, and that's Brad Craddock. He was a, a kicker for the, the Terps from, I believe, 2012 to 2015. He was a second team All-American in 2014 uh, from the Associated Press and a first team All-American from the Football Writers Association. First team All-Big Ten in 2014, kicker of the year in 2014, won the Lou Groza in 2014. So I believe he was the only Lou Groza award winner in the Big Ten from 2011 uh, to 2020. Let me just make sure. Yes, the only Lou Groza award winner from 2011 to 2020. Uh, again, I'm not counting 2021. Otherwise, Jake Moody and, and Noah Ruggles, for that matter, would have an argument here, but particularly Jake, Jake Moody because he won the Groza last year. Um, he also has the distinction of, of hitting a 57-yard field goal. That's just absurd. So that's he's my kicker, my one and only Terrapins representative. And then rounding out the defense and special and specialists is my own the only other Heisman finalist from uh, that was a defensive player. He finished fifth in the Heisman Trophy in 2016, and it's Jabril Peppers. Now, I was very, very tempted to put William Likely from Maryland on this list because he was a great return specialist and he was also a really good corner for the Terrapins. Ultimately, I, I just think Jabril Peppers, with both what he accomplished and his accolades, so, some of his accolades I think were a little inflated, but all that plus his NFL career, uh, I, I, I give the nod to him. He won the Lot Award in 2016. He won the Paul Hornung Award, Specialist of the Year in 2016. He's a unanimous All-American. He was a second-team All-American in 2015. First-team All-Big Ten in 2015 and 2016. Big Ten Freshman of the Year. And, and I just felt that he was the, the best all-around player uh, or best all-purpose player in the Big Ten over the decade based on what he accomplished, his accolades. And, and even, it, you know, you could see, even though he didn't do a ton, you know, he was effective as a rusher. He was effective on defense. He was a good tackler. He, he, he was a, a very good uh, return man. He was just good at a lot of things not elite at a lot of things, but he's really, really good at a lot of things. And if you look at any other person who was a return specialist, you, you don't have a guy like a, you know, a, a Devin Hester or a Ted Ginn or a, a Deshaun Jackson over this past uh, decade. So Jabril Peppers is my guy. And that rounds out my uh, all big 10 team of the decade for the defense. Next week, we're going to do offense and we're going to have some fun. So thanks for, for listening, for, for tuning in. Again, leave a review, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. So long and God bless. 